0: He was in my light. I didn't look up. What do you want? I said. Excuse me, but are you the swordsmith? There are certain times when you have to concentrate. This was one of them. Yes, go away and come back later. I haven't told you what I... Go away and come back later. He went away. I finished what I was doing. He came back later. In the interim, I did the third fold. Forge welding is a horrible procedure, and I hate doing it. In fact, I hate doing all the many stages that go to creating the finished object. Some of them are agonizingly difficult. Some are exhausting. Some of them are very, very boring. A lot of them are all three. It's your perfect microcosm of human endeavor. What I love is the feeling you get when you've done them and they've come out right. Nothing in the whole wide world beats that. The third fold is, well, it's the stage in making a sword blade when you fold the material for the third time. The first fold is just a lot of thin rods, some iron, some steel, twisted together, then heated white and forged into a single strip of thick ribbon. Then you twist, fold, and do it again. Then you twist, fold, and do it again. The third time is usually the easiest. The materials had most of the rubbish beaten out of it. The flux usually stays put, and the work seems to flow that bit more readily under the hammer. It's still a horrible job. It seems to take forever, and you can wreck everything you've done so far with one split second of carelessness. If you burn it, or let it get too cold, or if a bit of scale or slag gets hammered in. You need to listen, as well as look, for that unique hissing noise that tells you that the material is just starting to spoil but isn't actually ruined yet. That's the only moment at which one strip of steel will flow into another and form a single piece. So you can't chat while you're doing it. Since I spend most of my working day forge welding, I have this reputation for unsociability. Not that I mind. I'd be unsociable if I were a plowman. He came back when I was shoveling charcoal. I can talk and shovel at the same time, so that was all right. He was young, I'd say about twenty-three or four. A tall bastard. All tall people are bastards. I'm five feet two. With curly blonde hair like a wet fleece, a flat face, washed-out blue eyes, and a rather girly mouth. I took against him at first sight because I don't like tall, pretty men. I put a lot of stock in first impressions. My first impressions are nearly always wrong. What do you want? I said. I'd like to buy a sword, please. I didn't like his voice much, either. In that crucial first five seconds or so, voices are even more important to me than looks. Perfectly reasonable, if you ask me. Some princes look like rat-catchers, some rat-catchers look like princes, though the teeth usually give people away. But you can tell precisely where a man comes from and how well off his parents were after a couple of words. Hard data. Genuine facts. The boy was quality, minor nobility, which covers everything from overambitious farmers to the younger brothers of dukes. You can tell immediately by the vowel sounds. They set my teeth on edge it, like bits of grit in bread. I don't like the nobility much. Most of my customers are nobility, and most of the people I meet are customers. Of course you do, I said, straightening my back and laying the shovel down on the edge of the forge. What do you want it for? He looked at me as though I'd just leered at his sister. Well, for fighting with, I nodded. Off to the wars, are you? At some stage, probably, yes. I wouldn't if I were you, I said, and I made a point of looking him up and down thoroughly and deliberately. It's a horrible life, and it's dangerous. I'd stay home if I were you. Make yourself useful. I like to see how they take it. Call it my craftsman's instinct. To give you an example, one of the things you do to test a really good sword is make it come compass. You fix the tang in a vise. Then you bend it right round in a circle until the point touches the shoulders. Let it go, and it should spring back absolutely straight. Most perfectly good swords won't take that sort of abuse. It's an ordeal you reserve for the very best. It's a horrible, cruel thing to do to a lovely artefact, and it's the only sure way to prove its temper. Talking of temper, he stared at me, then shrugged. I'm sorry, he said. You're busy. I'll try somewhere else. I laughed. Let me see to this fire and I'll be right with you.